Okay. But anyway, we're doing some innovating. We've got a whole brand new tech thing happening. We're, we're doing Clubhouse and podca podcast simultaneously. Revival of Not Nearly Nerd Enough. Yes. Um, if, if we can work out the tech on that, that would be awesome. Uh, and, and we decided to do it because we were all super into Falcon and Winter Snowman, Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> Did you do we, that purpose? We were waiting for that to happen. Uh-huh. Right out of the gate. <laughs> I, I, I have a question. I have a question. Have, have you did it? Did I come in late? Did you do intros of each of you two already? No, we did. Oh God, we didn't. No, we. This is. Just everybody. We're knows. so out of practice. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. We're, thank you, Josh. Thank yes. you. Yeah. No so worries, we. Pro sorry, I do. I do not mean to captain the ship. I no. really don't. No, but clearly like, we okay. need a fucking captain we because do. right <laughs> now we've got like Gilligan and the professor. <laughs> yeah. And I'm probably Gilligan oh. in this. So. Yeah. I, I can argue with as long that. as I'm ginger, I'm fine. They are, yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's fine with me. Absolutely. Um, no, we should do the introductions. So, yeah, uh, yes, James and Anne are trying to revive Not Nearly Nerd Enough, and we've decided to uh, invite Josh along since, Josh, you are one of our long-standing supporters and special guest stars. Yes, I, and contributors, yeah. yes. Absolutely. Uh, and it seemed much. apropos that you should join us uh, for this discussion it's been a long year, and I feel like it's been a very long year. As much it's it's been interesting for me because when you look at how many things have been taken away and how much time you kind of have at home and how much material is already out there, um, for me, I feel a little bit of shame because I feel like I should have been really diving into genres or material books movies that i haven't before and i feel like i just kind of kept falling back to a lot of things that were familiar as opposed to really diving into new things and this is i feel like one of the first bits of media that we've all been really excited about and has kind of sparked that <laughs> interest or at least for me that driver i'm like we need to talk about this farther we need to break this down as a group and really enjoy you know a deeper dive right. into the subject right. so, it's funny you yeah. mentioned that though like leaning back into your comfortable things yeah because apparently that is a big thing has been a big thing during this pandemic people are looking for like that comfort food stuff so they've yeah like nobody's wanted to get into new things they just want to kind of like dive back into watching the office reruns or mm -hmm. you know all of those old comfort things what about you josh have you been Breaking the mold yeah, on that or doing the same. I'm trying to think. I did. I guess I watched a few. New, you know, I, I wrapped up some stuff. Like I, I had been watching the magicians on and off for a couple of years, and that like ended while during this. And um, I'm trying to think what else. I I guess it's like I maybe I finished the Good Place during this. Could that have been? I, I don't know. There's a couple things that I just like wrapped up during the pandemic. But the one thing I would say is like, and you you sort of mentioned um, you were like, oh, I felt shame that I didn't like do these these like new things or try these new things but it, it made me think of there i when the pandemic first started there were all there people were saying like finally i have time to write my novel or i have time to write my list or whatever and then like i remember like reading an article in like june that's like nobody needs to be writing a novel right now this is chaos like what are you talking about you know like, i like, think i re read that too yeah. yeah yeah it was like you should not feel bad because you haven't like gone and climbed a mountain or whatever you know or the proverbial mountain during the pandemic it's like being comfortable and being safe and being happy is is more than enough 
I, which is quite true. As you can tell, I did take that lesson to heart because I'm like, I feel shame. But yeah, I mean, that is completely correct. Yes. I just yeah. assume you went back and hid in the gazebo in Stars Hollow. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. watched way too much Girls to the point where, like, yeah. I think maybe I need to take a little time away so I don't remember the episodes as well. Where it's, yeah. Uh, well, so we did dive into the new thing. We were, we were doing Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. I did it right. Yes, you did. Um, where I mean, okay, Josh, where did you? Yeah. Where did you leave? What that it ended? How how did you feel about that? What was the? What are your thoughts yeah. about that? It's great. I here's the thing. I loved it. I actually think it fit really nicely in the six episode like arc. Um, I don't know if I would have wanted more. I think it would have probably just felt bloated. I mean, we'll get into it. There are things I absolutely love. I don't even really have that many complaints. And and the other thing I just want to say is, uh, unlike w- WandaVision, which I, I um, binged, I waited until the end and just did this. I watched this one weekly, and I'm really glad I did. I'm really, really glad I watched it, like, every week. So, loved it. Absolutely loved it. That's interesting. I wished... I I wish I had binged WandaVision. I think I would have liked WandaVision more had I binged it. Well, because, you know, I I feel like we're getting back now and talking about WandaVision. You know, we we will definitely talk about WandaVision at some point, I'm Mm -hmm. sure. But I'll tell you why. I wish I had binged WandaVision because I wasn't as enthused about each individual episode as I was with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I keep agreed. Yeah, 100%. like and and so I was okay as much as I wanted each episode to come immediately after the other, and every time there was a cliffhanger, I was yelling "fuck you" at the television. <laughs> um, I I I was happy with those episodes, so I was okay going week to week with it. I mean, you know, I could have I could have taken some more of that stuff. I I have complaints though. I got no problem telling you about my complaints. Yeah. Uh, fuck that senator guy. Yeah. Uh. I hate the senator guy that like took Sam's shield away and was like, "You're doing the right thing," and then gave it to fucking Wyatt Russell, that square jawed yeah. asshole. <laughs> not Wyatt Russell. Yeah. Wyatt Russell is not the square jawed asshole. No, yeah. yes, he's already getting enough death threats. In yeah, I don't want. I don't want to pile on. I don't want to pile on Wyatt Russell. Um, Wyatt Russell, I'm sure, is a delightful human being. He's like the gene splice of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Literally. Yeah. So. You know, like, and I mean, like, you see it. You can see where they took the pieces of Kurt Russell and Goldie <laughs> yeah. Hawn and just mushed them together to make this man. Yes. Um, I'm sure he's a delight. Uh, but yeah, like that. John that, Walker, he wanted. John Walker, that's yeah, who I'm John, angry about yes. them giving. Landy yeah. yeah, he's the he's the square jawed asshole that yes. I'm that I'm angry that that senator guy. But like that senator guy, every time he came on screen, was doing some asshole shit. That like I wanted to punch him for so like that that was my complaint. He's about just the show. there to you know mess up things. I, and, you know that's like yeah everything. Like, he's there to propel all the terrible you know I, developments. Yeah, I mean in general in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, elected officials are not good. No, like it, it is it is subtly an anti-government like. <laughs> Like, you know, like, but they're always bad, whether they're X-Men, politicians, whatever they are, they're always, like, shitty and scumbag. Yeah, that's that's true, now that you're, like, I, 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 I never guess I think about that, but yeah, like, politicians really take it in the chin there, uh, in, mm-hmm. in all these Marvel superhero shows and mm-hmm. things. Royalty, not so much, though, interestingly. Interesting, you right? Know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
it's like when oh, you look at like, yeah. yeah, it's like the democratically elected officials like, no, don't trust them. And it's like the people <laughs> who just get into power through genetics, you're like, all right. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Uh what about you, Anne? Were you were you happy with this series? I was. I was incredibly happy with the series. I liked it so much more than I thought I was going to. Not that I was thinking I would dislike it, but just how well done it was, uh, the way it approached so many different angles um, that we'll get into later, um, but so many different points of view in the series I thought was just um, excellent. I had a few quibbles with some of the, uh, you know, some of the points of the finale, but not to the point where I was like, oh, it's ruined now. It was just a few things where... As odd as it sounds, like I'm gonna say it's unrealistic, even though we're watching a, oh, a TV yes. series. About I'm sorry, superheroes. you've got a problem with the science, Anne? Is that no, what I'm hearing? No, actually, I don't. Not with the science, but uh, not just with the kind stuff. Of, no, just kind of like some of the tropes that played out. I was like, oh goodness, but not to the point where it, I felt that it really ruined the finale or anything. But there was all right. Well, we yeah. can get into that. Do we want? Yeah. yeah. Can I can I actually ask you something about that? Because sure. there there was yeah there are like. I have to admit, my thing that I was like, I kind of did an eye roll with, was at the end, his like impassioned speech that changed public policy. Yes, that and was, I was yeah. Like, I was yes. like, give me a fucking break. You know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's a little yes, like, that was, was my like, exact little, moment okay. as well. Like, well, I mean, I I would hope that it was, and I would expect that it was less the impassioned speech <laughs> that changed the the public policy. More, it was more so that it was on fucking camera <laughs> on national television in front of a fucking worldwide audience that he called them out on that shit. Yeah. And like, what are they going to, like at that point they kind of have to because the world just saw them get their ass chewed out by new Captain America. So, uh, but I mean, wait, do we want to recap? Like. Like, yeah, I feel like do maybe people sure. don't, well, no, who doesn't know, know what we're talking about, know. but <laughs> if you're listening to this and you haven't watched the show yet, what is your problem? I don't what, it, what kind of a listening. psychopath are you? Yeah. Listen to us and then yeah. go watch the show. <laughs> what? Uh, okay. Yeah, so who wants to, who wants to recap this? Who wants to recap this? So yeah. <laughs> James. Nobody? Prepared. Nobody's prepared. Okay. I will, tr- I will do my best to try and recap it. All right. okay. This basically picks up where... Uh, end game left off. Yes. Um, we have we have Sam and Bucky, who are sad that they have lost. Uh, uh, Steve. Steve. I was gonna say Captain America, but now it feels weird because like. Yes. There's a there's a bunch of fucking Captain Americas now, people. <laughs> yeah. So it's a little confusing to say that, but Steve's gone. Bucky's off being a moody fucking non Winter Soldier. Uh, Sam, Sam's moody because he just doesn't know what to do with this big mantle of a shield that's been placed in his hands. Um, and what's more, uh, while all, while they're all dealing with that, um, the unsnap, the unblip, they're calling, they call it the the blip blip. in the, in the MCU. Everybody normal calls it a snap. (laughs) Right, but the rest of the normal people in the world call it a snap, so... After after everyone was unsnapped back into existence, we've got like four billion people that suddenly showed up after five years, and so now all of the people that had kind of settled into, you know, a normal routine into the world, possibly into people's houses that were now like unoccupied and things, 
are being displaced by the people that came back. So you've got like millions and millions of essentially refugees that the world doesn't kind of know what to do with them because they feel like they need to make room for the people that came back. Mm -hmm. And so we have the GRC, the Global Repatriation Committee. Repatriation Commission. Committee, I think. Committee? Is it commissioning? I it's it's a it's a something. Yeah. It's a it's, it's an a, intergovernmental it's body. A, right. It's like a, a jerkier UN. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. and they are the ones who've been put in charge of like or put themselves in charge basically, uh figuring out what to do with all the refugees and they they're kind of heavy handedness in like packing people into camps and things has inspired what they're calling a terrorist group, but we get into that, like, you know, they're, they kind of aren't all wrong in some of the shit yeah, they're complaining it's, about. Well, it's so. like, yeah, their mission isn't misguided, but the way they express, you know, the way they're fighting back against the system right. is, you know, is what they're... Uh, and know, they're basically doing. fighting back against the GRC, who are yeah. basically kind of steamrolling over all of these uh, people who are now refugees. Uh, and they happen to have gotten their hands on some super soldier serum. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that kind of makes them really troubling. Yes, so they've become a very powerful force. Um, I have a question about the name the Flag Smashers, though, which is the moniker uh, that they've given oh, themselves. Oh, before you ask that question, real quick, Karen is listening to us. Oh, Karen! Did Karen come in? Can we... But I don't know how to promote Karen to um, speaker. Uh, and can you figure that out? Because I would love to have Karen join us on this. Yeah, let's see. I'm taking her. Uh, oh, I'm inviting I'm like, her to speak. Okay. She so while, while everyone's doing those things, I can explain. Uh, Karen. Karen has. A, uh, oh, she's a speaker. Also <laughs> a long time uh, guest contributor and guest yeah. of Not Nearly Nerd Enough. Uh, how long have you been there, Cappy? I, I just arrived. Hey! Okay, well, you came at the point where we were trying to, like, recap. Yes. Uh, and, well, wait. Okay. What? Hold on. What? Now that you've just come in, Cappy, why don't you tell us what this show is about? <laughs> wow. Nothing like throwing me under the bus right upon arrival. Well, you watched it last night, so I, I feel like you and you probably like have had more time to absorb it than than we have. Like the uh, episode, or you want her to describe the whole series? Well, the series. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was gonna say. Um, I don't know what you were saying. That you know, it I makes mean, sense I, to me. I, I yeah. feel like it's yeah, it's. Well, know, how about? I don't think the, we should throw her under the bus. I mean, if you want to, like, go through the series, that's good. I didn't know if you wanted... Would you feel better just sharing your initial finale thoughts with us? Like, what was your reaction All right, to let's do that. I, I, let's say I, I, ca I recapped the concept of the series. I think you did, so I don't know. Right. Yes. How did you feel about this finale? I, I thought it was phenomenal. I loved it. I, I was I was delighted uh, by it. I cried a lot. Aww. I thought... Um, yeah, I just, it, it was, it, it just, it, it, I think it captured everything it needed to capture. It, it also, you know, laid the groundwork for moving forward with, you know, whether that's another, a, a second, you know, a second series like this, or they just laid the groundwork for Captain America 4, I don't know. But yeah, I just, I thought it was great. I thought it was moving. I thought it, it hit all the right notes. And 
uh, I was, and maybe this is too like specific to get into, but so I was watching it from a hotel room. Uh, my my girls were watching it at home, and so we were trying to like watch together, you know, like uh, doing that. And I, and I was just standing up to like step away for a moment, and then he was like already Captain America on the screen, and I was so excited. Like it, it they really threw you into it really quickly. Like they didn't make you wait for that moment, which I loved. So um, I should stop talking now. I just I just thought it was great. I think that's great. Oh, one of the things that we missed in our series recap, though, uh, one of the things that made the finale so moving was the inclusion of a super soldier named Isaiah Bradley, who was dosed with the serum around the same time Steve was during World War II, uh, but it was mostly black soldiers, or all black soldiers, that they experimented on, and uh, he was incarcerated for 30 years after he went on um, an unauthorized mission to rescue uh, his PO, so uh, his much the way yes. Steve did exactly. in the first Captain America exactly. movie. Let's throw that out there. Exactly. Yes, but yeah, it was definitely shown the stark contrast where Steve was, you know, Harold is a hero and received a Medal of Valor, and Isaiah was, you know, put into prison. Oh, what's that. this? Yes. You say <laughs> a black man did something a white man did, but somehow he got arrested and thrown in jail for thirty years for it. I can't believe my ears. Oh, I know. So one of the themes that the series touches on is uh, race in America. And... and honestly, I didn't bring up Isaiah because I figured we would get into that. Because, I mean, obviously that is a huge part of this storyline. Yes. And I'm just going to throw it out there. It's real fucking awkward that four white people are sitting around here talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it is. So, yeah. um, I'm a little bit sad that we couldn't get any of our uh, nerd of color friends mm -hmm. uh, to join us for this, but yes. uh, maybe maybe they'll chime in afterwards for us. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, thoughts on that? Just in general, or how it was handled? I mean, yeah, like I, I mean, like obviously Malcolm Spellman was the man to put in charge of this thing. Absolutely, yes. Um, and he mentioned how he he mentioned in an interview uh, when the series dropped how he fought for this angle to be pursued and the fact that it's going to mean something different to have Sam have the chance to take on the mantle of Captain America. Um, one of the Easter eggs, which I was talking to James about. Um, I don't know if either of you saw the raft of the Medusa painting in Sharon's abode in episode five. I, uh, I don't know. The answer is no. Okay, yeah. Anne is doing some deep dive <laughs> Easter egg hunting. So, yeah. yes, yeah. It, it was really great. So, because I'll say, you know, my art history knowledge can probably fit in the palm of my hand, maybe with some room left over. But from looking at uh, different reactions to the series, I learned that that painting, uh, which was done in the Romanticism period by a French artist named Theodore uh, Jericho, um, depicted the wreckage of uh, the French frigate Medusa, which ran aground off the coast of Africa. It had a bunch of people from France, uh, some nobility, some lower classes. The captain was inexperienced and was only put in position as a political favor, so he messed up the whole thing and shipwrecked everybody on the ship. There were not enough lifeboats for everyone on board, so the French nobility and some of the senior crew members got into the lifeboats and were like, hey, see ya, to the lower classes and the lower-ranking crew members, and just sailed off. Uh, they did actually have a raft that was constructed by, I think, about 147 surviving members of this shipwreck. 
they were towed out to the ocean by some of the lifeboats. Eventually, they just cut them off. This raft is adrift. Um, they resorted to cannibalism. They were started dying off. Some, yeah, some were murdered. Some died off. Uh, but um, basically, it was a genuine horror that happened, like in France, and it really highlighted the distance between the upper classes and the lower classes as far as, you know, the treatment and the, <laughs> um, I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm sorry. James is just looking at me completely hard. I'm, right I'm looking now, at so. Anne because Anne, like, or before we started this, Anne was like, we should do an outline because she's always worried I'm going to go off on a tangent. Yeah. I'm a, this is my tangent. And this I'm is, sorry. yes, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm assuming, right oh, I've got plenty of other tangents to do. <laughs> yes. I'm just, you dove right in with a tangent. I so did, please yes. bring us home. It's going to bring it around here. So, yes. So, Theodore Jericho did this painting of the wreckage, like the survivors on the raft and signaling for help. The person who is on the raft and signaling for help, who's been boosted up, is waving a flag trying to get everybody is basically the hero of this portrait is a black man he's holding hands with a white man and back then it caused quite a stir to have a black man as the symbol of hope who was standing up for all of these people who were uh, adrift and in a wreck and yes all right not so, <laughs> so much a tangent after yes, all way to go you had to give a little bit of history here to get all right to this all point. right no i get it but yes it was yeah the man in the painting was named jean charles and yes he it was 30 years apparently before french abolition when this painting debuted and it was looked at as a people hated it when it first you know, was unveiled. Well, people are assholes. They but... are, yes. It apparently now hangs in the Louvre and is only the second most popular exhibit there. So, wow. Yes. But, yes, so including Well, that, it doesn't hang in the Louvre. It, it hangs in Sharon Carter's it does, living room. Yeah, apparently. I, I that's guess what it's I was just, about to say. Yeah, it's about... I guess that's a knockoff that everybody's looking at the Louvre right now. <laughs> and this thing is a big painting. Like, how the... Like, you know, she's an international art thief, apparently, now, and a quite a good one. Well, I was going to say, we can, we can dive in and start talking about the other people who show up in this series. We know this is mostly about Sam. Yes. And a lot about Bucky. Mm-hmm. But there are definitely some other people involved here. We've, you know, we, Sharon Carter, as we just mentioned, is back. And uh, you know, I mean, do we need to throw the spoiler out there? I'm just going to say I was right from the get, from the jump as soon as <laughs> oh, she showed yeah. up. Yes, me too. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's so. We get Sharon Carter back. We get Baron Zemo back. We do. Uh, who is a much more complex character. Than, uh, than we we kind of thought he was from the first time we met him. Do we think he was? I, I never thought he I was. Just for me, he is kind of like, he's becoming the, he's becoming like the bad guy we need. You know, like it's like you need you need somebody who's willing to, I, don't, I mean, maybe, I don't know. But it's like you need somebody who's willing to blow up four super soldiers yeah. and walk the other. Well, that's what I mean. He's, he's the anti-hero, like Josh said. Like, yeah. When we met him, he's a guy getting revenge because his son and wife and father his got killed. Family. His family yes. got killed yeah. because of superheroes, so he hates superheroes now. Yeah. But now it's a, he, he's, yeah. not, he's not a fan. He's still not a fan. But it's a little bit more complex than that. It's, you know, we get it. It's not necessarily... He doesn't think anybody should be elevated above, 
you know, other normal heroes, and so he wants to get that shit knocked off. Mm -hmm. I mean, an aristocrat is saying that, which is, like, makes it kind of funny, you know? Right, (laughs) also, yes. Somebody shouldn't be uh, above everybody else and say, wait, what? I'm just saying, he's complex. It's like, people shouldn't fly, only in their private planes like I do. I shouldn't have any other powers that do that, you know? Uh, Who else? I'm trying to think. We have the the, I'm fully on board for edition of Val. Oh, God, yeah. Which is great. I cannot wait for that. Yeah, to to come along because have we just got Josh? Do you know who Val is? Do we know like the full story of Val? I don't. I, call don't. Her that. I mean, I did a, a scan online, but I know the answer is I do not. Because I was so excited about Julia Louis Dreyfus and and the Contessa uh, yeah. that I that I went and did my Marvel deep dive on her. And she, you want her, Josh. You want her in these future movies. Because let's just throw this out there. Former S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Uh, former getting it on with Nick Fury. Awesome. I'm in. Right? I just want to see those two fight. Because like, she's a former S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, which means she can kick ass. So I want to see her and Nick Fury... Fighting it out, possibly kissing, but then punching one another. You know, that whole thing. That whole thing. Uh, I think she has... I mean, I think she has the best comedic timing of anyone in all of Hollywood. And in that last scene where she's sort of making... Um, what's his face? John Walker. Fake Captain America into agent. U.S. US agent. Yeah. yeah. U.S. agent. The way she's like... Um, like sort of tapping on her thigh, and she's like, "All right, let's let's get it going. Come on, let's get." Like it's so funny because it's like clearly supposed to be very serious, and it's just like she's like, "Wrap it up. We got things to do." It's, I just loved it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. She she is the person I would have the, would have never expected to enter the MCU, and I am so on board. I I think she's just gonna be so great i we we just like gasped with excitement when she came on the screen and i'm like yes i i didn't know i needed her in the mcu but i 1000 percent do oh her her timing and just she's just so great so great well i just i want her to have all the screen time yeah and i i read this was not supposed to be her introduction her introduction was supposed to be black widow right yes and but because they've delayed that because they wanted to have a theatrical release rather than just a Disney Plus release, we didn't. Um, we got to meet her here first. Mm-hmm. Interesting. See, I did not know that, but that's uh, yeah, so great. I well, I loved having it here then. Well, and I mean, <laughs> yeah, I hope me she too. still shows up in Black Widow. I think she will. But I think they've gone back and kind of re-edited it so it isn't quite the introduction to a character we already know. Right, it's point. not like a big yeah. surprise thing. And how different casting has gone. I actually have no recollection of this movie, but in 1998 there was a TV movie, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and her character was in it, played by Lisa Rinna. Nick Fury was David Hasselhoff. I was going to say, was this the David Hasselhoff, Hasselhoff Nick Fury? Yeah, I don't remember this movie at all. Yeah. What, what, what I mean, like, I, st- I don't want, <laughs> what do you mean different casting, though? I mean, That like, was, I mean, just could go from David Lisa Hasselhoff, to <laughs> Samuel Jackson, Jackson, Lisa Rinna to, uh, you know, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. We can the multiverse of madness actually sort of exposes those, like, the two Nick Fury. Oh, my God. Right. Well, because, yeah, we're getting all those old... Uh, Spider-Man people back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the multiverse is real. 
Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, now, now, see, now I'm going to be super disappointed if there isn't a fucking David Hasselhoff walk-on <laughs> of an alternate verse Nick Fury. It could happen. I mean, honestly. I desperately <laughs> yeah. want that to happen now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, lots of other characters introduced. Um, I mean, like... So I get, this isn't about a specific character, but one of the things I just love, I kind of love that we, you know, pre-Endgame, our purveyors of tech were like Stark Industries, you know? And now it's clearly Wakanda. Like, Wakanda is going to, like, you know put the cool tools out and oh I'm yeah like 100% on board with that you know I was like this is gonna be awesome this is gonna be great they're way smarter than Stark Industries you know it's just like it just feels like they're gonna be our good guys like suppliers bro you know well and they they did make it clear in Infinity War that Shuri was basically like put Stark to shame in the smarts yeah. department so yeah, and that they are now opening up Wakanda, like they're engaging more with the rest of the world. So I think this is going to be a great way. Like, as I mean, Tony Stark is now gone, and it's a good way for, you know, right. for them to like step. That up. is pretty awesome. Although, and... talking about yelling at the screen, <laughs> that was one of my not cool fuck you moments when she pushed the button and his arm dropped off. You know, I want. <laughs> Not cool. Okay, now tell because it's interesting because when you first like yelled at the screen when that happened, my reaction was more like, "Yeah, I like this is her showing him like what a betrayal, him helping Zemo and getting him out of prison was to them because they are a very secluded country. They gave him sanctuary and tools and rehabilitation to start his new life." And this, then he works with the person who assassinated their king. But I'm also going to say, like, we have two different perspectives. Like, but, you know, Bucky doesn't have an arm. And this, you know, put him at a disadvantage. So did you take that, like, not to me, not to other you right now, but it's like, did you take I, but that? It, maybe I did. Like, maybe on, sub, sub, on some yeah. subconscious level, yeah. I saw another disabled guy. Yeah. Who's like got his shit all worked out, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden someone comes along and pushes a button that he didn't even know was there, uh -huh. and his fucking arm dropped off. Yes, <laughs> that felt really fucked up in that moment to me. Yeah, yeah. So I think we had two different reactions there. So and I like so I would and say, and like, maybe I that's what it was. Maybe it was a subconscious like you know how pissed I get when someone in my chair. Yeah. Malfunction. If, like, somebody, anything. like, you know, if Thor, like, conjured up a storm and then, like, you know, lightning came and struck your chair and then you couldn't work. I would be, yes, yes. I would be like, just as pissed, I'm sure. Yes. So, yeah. How did you guys feel about that? Because it was, it ended up being more controversial. Like, even people on the web were arguing about whether that was um, a step too far in having her disable his arm. Oh, really? That was a larger yeah. conversation? That wasn't just yeah. me? No, that was, I was surprised. Like, some people were like, no, that wasn't cool. Like, that was ableist. Um, so, I, there was an argument. Tell you, man, say, the disability lobby. Yeah, although some people were arguing it's like that, there was some misogynoir that played into that as well, where you can more harshly judge a black woman and, you know, you're like, oh, you poor white man. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess I can't. Bucky is like a fan favorite as well, so it's like, oh, our broken baby got hurt somehow. Yeah, that's a little complicated too, I guess. It is, yeah. I don't know. Did that moment, yeah, register with either of you one way or the other? That's interesting. This is a fascinating conversation because I hadn't thought about it 
really, I didn't think about it too deeply, uh, but this is really interesting, uh, both angles. I, I guess I had been thinking about it in terms of, like, that in giving him that arm, they were creating... It, he's, very, you know, he's a very dangerous weapon, given, you know, everything, so they wanted to have a way to dismantle that weapon. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, absolutely, there is definitely an ableist kind of uh, tone there, which I, I admittedly had not thought about. But, uh, but yeah, this is, it is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, so I hadn't, like, thought about it much either. I was just, like, to be honest, for me, it was a little bit like, oh, those Wakandans are so good. Like, you know, like, you know they can get away with it. But but it's interesting. I went on the web, and I also saw this country. I was like, oh, isn't that interesting? And it's, um, and I was like, huh, I, this, is, this is like a blind spot for me. And so I, was, I did read quite a bit about it, and it's, um, I think it's also, uh, it's also, uh, uh, and what you you said and James you sort of reacted to but it was also I think the idea that um the, the other controversy I saw pop up is that like deep down the Wakandans like still never trusted him. Mm -hmm. like you know he did he did like all of this work to like be free and to be his own person and they helped him or whatever and deep deep down they like still had a button to say like yeah he, he's never gonna not be a psychopath and, we, and yeah. we need to like, you know, we need to be able to turn him off. And so, so anyway, I, yeah, I actually think that scene that I didn't think about much while it happened, um, is actually really, really deep. And I, I think it's a really apparent that like kind of a fascinating conversation. Yeah. For something, I was surprised that it kind of like blew up online. I mean, I guess I shouldn't like lots of things blow up online as far as controversies or discussions, but it was interesting to kind of see, um, those two sides and especially more people thinking that it was really out of line for that to happen. And I was like, okay, well, somebody who, you know, doesn't have, you know, different needs for, you know, mobility or I haven't lost a limb. Like, am I, do I have a blind spot there? Like, and I didn't realize exactly how violating that is to like, you know, not have a part of your body. Like, yeah, it's a weaponized, you know, part of like, your body but at the same time. It's like, that's your arm. Like, you know, and you don't have, it's like, it's not even yours at that point, you know, and does somebody have that right to take away that part of you I and mean, that autonomy? And yes. I guess to their argument, that is the Wakandans arm. Yeah, they yeah. gave it to him, but they built that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I guess there's an argument for that. Yeah, um, but it's not their arm. I feel like once you make a prosthetic for somebody, it's yeah, it's like, like the prosthetic. That, yeah, yeah, right. which like, yeah, I don't that, know, I'm gonna put back. It is not their arm. Yeah, that's you're, the you're thing. firmly was, in like, the camp of that is Bucky's arm. Yeah, like Team yeah. Bucky's yeah. arm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, in the in the Bucky v Wakanda arm decision, I'm clearly <laughs> on the like. But then Bucky's arm. Yeah, so. that's... Here's the... Okay, this is really bad. Now. I feel like we could have a whole episode on this now. <laughs> yeah. I have to chime in with when... Um, I think it was on Thursday, and there was a... Uh, one of the trending topics on Twitter, I'm not kidding, was no arm left behind. And I really thought it was a spoiler for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I was like, what's happening? And no, it's... Uh, a uh, slogan for I think it's Maryland's uh, vaccine, you know, promotions program. So yeah, oh, yes, but nice. yeah, so public service announcement: get your vaccines if you haven't already. But uh, yeah, when I saw that, it was like no arm left behind. Like my mind immediately went to yes, Bucky and his vibranium arm. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we've been like diving into the funny, wacky, frivolous things, and I feel like we haven't 
dove into like the seriousness of this series. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we kind of should. Okay. Because it was really fucking deep and poignant and kind of necessary. Absolutely. And I'm really surprised and impressed that Marvel went there and yeah. took that look at it. Yeah. I mean, now was the time to do it, yes. obviously. Mm -hmm. um, and they would have had a lot of explaining to do if it had turned out that, like, you know, Malcolm Spellman said this is where he wanted to go and they said no, you know. That would have been a problem. But, like, how did everyone else feel about the storyline of the seriousness, the conflict, the original sin of America and Sam's conflict of taking up the mantle of Captain America? Like, I feel like that's not even being accurate enough about it. So, here's what I... I mean, one of the central pieces to this whole story is, like is anti-black racism in the United States, just to, you know, to, to be like very explicit about it. And it's, I, you know, and like, right, this is a white guy talking about it. I, I, I was, I was shocked. People were being, uh, that, that the writers were being as explicit as they were. I was like shocked when, um, Isaiah, when they let a hero say, no black man can be Captain America. You know, it's like, I was, I was like, I, I was like, Oh, because it's like, here's the thing, that's that's right. <laughs> you know, it's like, America is like racist. And that is, that is, and that guy's story is probably one of the more real hero stories in, in like, all of the MCU. You right, know? like the most <laughs> believable, like. Yes, yeah. like the, the one that's like a version of our lives right now, you know, of like, what is going on in like the United States today. And so, I don't know, I. I thought it was very powerful. I thought it was very profound. I thought there were times it was, I imagine it made some white families who watched this together like uncomfortable. They were like, oh, I don't really, we don't talk about this or I don't want to think about this or whatever. Yeah. So I was really, really happy. They pushed, you know, that right. Spellman pushed and said like, no, we're, we're going to talk about this and we're going to talk about how it's, you can't just have, like, you can't just say like, Okay, now Sam's Captain America and people aren't going to blame. Like, of course America's going to blame. They're going to fucking freak out, you know? Right. So. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And um, it was touched on in the last episode where, in the finale, when even as much as, uh, you know, there were things that were unbelievable about, like, the speech, you know, that was broadcast across, you know, all the news channels and the fact that, like, he was able to deliver this speech and nobody was pushing back. Like, they all just kind of stood there ashamed, which I felt was more like a trope that happened in the, you know, 1980s or something. Like, it's very rare that you're giving a speech and, you know, people are just going to stand there like, wow, you're right, I'm going to hang my head and now I've learned my lesson. Like, You're surprised not... there weren't any Nazi assholes in the Quite frankly, audience. yes. It, well, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, true. Like, it wasn't America. So. Way, yeah, I, that's just the way it's going to play out. But he said, I just know, like, when it, something along the lines of, like, when I put on this suit, like, millions of people are going to hate me. And I know, you know, people who are here and still the fact that he's gonna have to deal with this reality even after he's put on the suit and he's saved like people and it's just still not gonna be an easy path ahead for him right it's still not gonna be enough for some people yeah karen thoughts yeah i i come at this from maybe like a from a slightly different way and then also uh, admittedly a little bit of a like i want to say a lame way but right so when because I have been so entrenched in the comic book industry for so many years, 
when the, when the series first started, I was seeing it as initially like, oh, that's really cool. They're reacting to you know this 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 series is touching on like the fanboys, the re- all the racist fanboys who freaked out that like Captain America can't be black, right? And so as the journey continued and like, oh, this is like so much deeper. Like, I guess when it started, I was like, oh, it'll be this kind of surface, like a little dig at the, the fanboys. It's not, it's, it's so much bigger. And um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about it that you guys haven't covered, you know, but I, I just thought when Bucky uh, apologizes to, to Sam that, you know, that he and Steve never thought about what, what it would be like to, to give him the, to give the, the shield to a black man. I just, that was just so like, I don't know, it was so powerful. I thought, uh, to really just recognize that as, uh, for what it is. No, that struck me too, though, because it, I, when I thought about it, I was like, shit, I didn't either. Mm-hmm. Because when the, I mean, like, here, I'll throw my white privilege right out there. When, when Bucky was given up the shield in the beginning, I didn't really think of the racial aspect of it. In my head, it was Steve was his friend. He admired Steve. This felt like Steve's. Mm -hmm. And he felt awkward as Steve's friend picking it up. It didn't occur to me there was a racial element to it until when that senator guy took the shield away and he's like, you're doing the right thing. And I was like, no, he's Captain America. Steve said he's Captain America. He should be Captain America. And then I, I didn't get angry about it from a racial standpoint until, uh, you know, square-jawed asshole John Walker got the shield and walked out. And that's when I was angry about it. Because mm-hmm. then it was like, there's you can't even hide this shit now. Like, you're yeah. clearly being racist here. Yeah. Sorry, that was... Yeah. I just yeah. remembered when you said, when, when Bucky said that, I was like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think about it. I didn't, like, that didn't even occur to me. So that felt like the most real thing in the world. Of course mm-hmm. they didn't think about that because they're not black. They, exactly. exactly. It's like, well, yeah, no, you got the shield. Steve said it was okay. You should just be able to pick it up and not have any other implications go into that. And, um, yeah, the fact that you can't necessarily live your life without worrying about that is the... You know, the issue, one of the bigger things that, you know, people of color in this country, black people in particular, have to deal with. You know, white privilege is just living without prejudice. And. Right. That's it. Yeah. Like, it's something that, yeah, is foreign to us. So, this, though. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Josh. No, the one thing I was going to say is I thought I read this morning um, in in on um, colorlines.com. I think uh, Josh Adams wrote this piece. That basically says, like, wow, or he doesn't say what well, he's like, the, you know, the Falcon and Winter Soldier tackled, uh, you know, the, the topic of race, and they didn't quite land it. And, and he doesn't, really? you know, it, I, yeah, I think it's kind of interesting, because I think we're in a space of, like, I'm really glad they, like, talked about it, which I am. I'm not, like, pushing back on that. Um, but he just sort of says, like, I think, that, I actually think the the title of the article, hang on with that real quick. It, it's, um... It's the Falcon and Winter Soldier is weird about race, and um, and so I don't know. I think it's like worth the read just to like see his opinion on it. But the, there's this line. There's this line at the end. I want to read. I just pulled it up. It's like where he says it was cathartic to see him say the quiet part out loud about race and racism and turn the subtext into text. 
though his speech carried a tinge of, we all need to do better, and that can be problematic, since those who suffer the brunt of the world's problems don't share an equal burden with those who cause them. You know, and I, I just think it's like, that's, that's like, it's like, I'm like, yeah, right. It's not about right. all doing better. It's about some very specific people. Right. It's about the people yeah, who are the problem <laughs> needing to do better. This, Fair enough. This is, this is true. Yeah. There's, um, and I don't think it was intentional, but yeah, there were a couple times like that when I cringe cause I'm like, oh, like a line like that can really be twisted, uh, into something that's, I guess, not great. Like I think in the first episode, when um, Sam actually says, yeah, like when things get better for one group of people, it gets worse for another. And I kind of cringe because I was like, that's part of the reason people like start butting up against equality or they start getting right. like they they say it's like, no, because they have that feeling of there's only so much in this world. And if women get more rights, if black people, Asians, you know, have more rights or have more standing, then there's less for me. And I was like, God, no, I'm like, I know that's not what he was meant, but um it just made me cringe a minute there. I was like, oh, no. I was like, because that can really get twisted by people on the other side in that sense. Nice or, nice know. try, by the way, trying to throw some women's issues. I know. This conversation is supposed to be about race, man. Yes, I know. Hey, you know what? There are women who are different colors than white, I will say. <laughs> um, I feel like that actually brings us into one of the topics that I was very anxious to get us to talk about. Which is? Names. <laughs> names names we discussed that there's lots of captain americas in this show mm-hmm. is that the right name for sam is that the right mantle for sam what should it be if you don't think it's captain America? well okay some people see sam as the black falcon mm-hmm. we and saw this the fal- in the show <laughs> or the falcon. Not, but, the falcon but no but but they were calling him black falcon in the yes. show because they're like no 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 that's a black man we're, yeah. he's black falcon yeah, we, we need that and then the other guy you know when it when they had that moment that guy said no that's captain america mm-hmm. and i had been thinking all along like well, wait doesn't he want like to be his own person superhero like Falcon America, or you know what I mean, like, like some. I was like, does he want to take on a new thing? Like, what's the right? I mean, the right thing is whatever he wants to Mm. do, whatever he thinks is the right thing to do. But that's what I was trying to think. Like, what's what would be like? Is that is that cool? Like, to take up and try and like further along the Captain America mantle when. We've all seen that that's a flawed fucking recipe there. Or should he become something new? Yeah. As far as a name goes, I don't know what name he could assume. But I think it is important to have that Captain America tied to it because it is the image of like, no, this is America too. (laughs) No, I said like a costume. That's his fucking shield as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking like, is... I, I mean, James, I get you, because it's like, we don't have, like, like there's no Iron Man title, uh, you know, that, like, goes to the next, and those are just robot suits, like, anybody could jump to one of those, you know, it's like, it, you know, so it, it is interesting, right, it's like, it, you almost, like, lo- like, does Sam lose who he is by just taking up the title, you know, or whatever, right, and then who's ever after Sam, who's ever after Sam, right, it's like, you become, like, Green Lantern Corps at that point. Right. And so that's what I was just thinking, like, as far as a, 
Like, would it be more powerful for Sam to, like, be a new kind of hero for America rather than trying to be the one we created in the 50s that we're clinging to? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Or the 40s, I mean, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I think, it, yeah, and I think you're getting into, like, a, a, a you just hit the, hit the nail on the head. It's like, because I, personally, it's bizarre to me that the titles are handed down, but that is a comic book thing, right? It's like, that's what they do in the comic books. And I've always thought it was weird. I think it's, I think it's strange that, you know, we're going to have, uh, you know, th- there's different hulks and there's different Thors. Like, how is there a female Thor god of that? Like, I... And there's going to be new Captain Marvels, but Captain Marvel, you know, Carol Davers still exists somewhere. It, I, I find that that aspect of comic books just, and I don't want to just say weird, but it's it's an odd way of doing things that I think if, you know, I think people who grew up with comic books like get it, but I, I kind of, I, I like what you're saying and that like, does that even make sense? Because it never really made sense to me at all. But uh, yeah, to try to claim a new title, but like I said, ultimately it's up to him. Uh, but I think it's just a very strange way that, that the comic industry has chosen to have all these. And I'm sure... Yeah. It's just I continued branding. But no, I, I, I agree say, with I that. I yeah. won't get in the super deep dive of copyrights and branding. And yes, that's what it all comes down to. But it, it is now in 2021. It's it's strange. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll just chime in because like, I think everybody has raised um, really interesting points and different angles to this. Is Sam keeping Captain America title a way to continue the evolution of that figure and that name because when Steve started like he was there like at USO shows and like trotting out like buy war bonds and a recruitment tool like he was basically propaganda until he you know did the mission which you know of course he was rewarded for and said we need to be something more and was actually a hero who worked to save other people and right. then became, you know, still continue that after he was brought back from his, you know, deep sleep. But so, I mean, is then having Sam, like, it's just a continuation on that path from what was initially conceived to be like just this shallow figure that was there for promotional purposes and then became something more. And it's like, yeah, now it's time to take it even further. And But they've and made it too. clear Captain America is still for promotional purposes. Yeah, when they say when he's brought it forward by, you know, the government, I feel like when he has more reign and I feel like Steve wasn't as controlled as John Walker was. Like John Walker was more like Cap, I think, when he was first brought out because he was like, Oh, it's a lot of, you know, shaking and meetings right. and photo ops and when Steve was an Avenger, he wasn't real I mean, apart from I guess the uh, you know, little PSAs that he recorded for like for, for high for the, school for high schools <laughs> like which I feel like so you messed up I feel like he would have gotten behind like I don't know he like would have resented that I felt like he would have thought that was his responsibility to like be a good role model for the youth of today right, right. but yeah I so that's kind of my thought is that like I feel like Sam would not necessarily be operating in as Captain America in the same capacity that John Walker was like he'd be more in the Avenger style of Fair Steve enough. who defied Fair the Sokovian Accords and the government and you know I think I, continue on that. I path. just I have this kind of vague resentment that mm-hmm. Sam has to live up to any sort of like bullshit idea mm-hmm. of of what a Captain America was. Yeah. Because there was a long time it was a bullshit idea. Yeah. Um but okay wait so is Bucky still the Winter Soldier? 
see, I say no, but I mean, despite that's the name of the show. I know. I know. Yeah, I agree. So what is is he the white wolf then? I'd say yes. (laughs) Or I think see, I called him white wolf when she saw him. So yeah. And I remember them call him them calling him that back in Wakanda, but somebody was it Sam? Somebody called him White Panther. Something like that. He was like, "It's White Wolf." Right, yeah, right. And then yeah. it was clearly a joke about the whole Wakanda business. But I actually kind of liked that. It was yeah. like, "Oh, that's kind of cool, actually." To be White Panther, <laughs> to be White Wolf. I mean, yeah, like, no, the White like White, white Panther wolf. is just like a cool name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. White Wolf isn't bad either, yeah. but. So is is Bucky then White Wolf? Is that what he is going forward? Do we think? I think he should be, but I don't know if they'll do that. I think he's just Bucky. He's just, it's just like, I'm sorry. So he just goes into battle like with all the other superheroes, and they're you know like, oh yeah, hey, I'm yeah, Iron Man, fine. I'm Black Widow, I'm Bucky. Hey, yeah, how you doing? Hey. Doctor Strange did not change the thing. I know, neither did Yeah, but his Thor. name is Doctor actual, Strange! <laughs> actual last name. Neither did Thor. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. He's just working off that, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, fair enough, but yeah. I feel yeah, like those I don't are... Know. I bet it's White Wolf. I bet you're right. I bet it'll, he'll be White Wolf from here on out. But he, uh, he's so good. I love him. He's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, just um, unreal. Yeah, now have you? This is an aside for sure, but have you guys seen the pictures of him next to Mark Hamill and about how? No. Oh <laughs> uh, well, no. I saw that they were talking about him playing a young Mark Hamill. Yeah, although he's not. I mean, it's funny because he's not that. I mean, he's, he's not that. Not a young Mark <laughs> Hamill, a young Luke Skywalker, oh. in something. Right. Hold on, I will send. Oh you yeah, I, I, I. Oh yeah, I'm looking that up. I get yeah. I, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. That's wow. Well, that's, that's mixed in. That's mixed things I've thought about in my head that I didn't think mixed. I, <laughs> I saw. A, I, I was telling my my daughter Stella I, that I saw a TikTok and it was a young woman who was showing the picture of them side by side and the one where it's like they have Sebastian Stan like done up as Luke Skywalker in Photoshop and she said if this happens she's like I can't leave the house because it will be all I think about and all I talk about <laughs> so, yeah I feel that okay here we go so oh yeah oh yeah yeah this will be good I can see that can, can I get like super nerdy deep dive now I want to talk about the shield business because I feel like yeah I'm I'm this okay, so this is where the super nerdiness comes out, Josh. And I don't know if you noticed any of this, but you notice the shield that they have is not the same design as the original Captain America shield. No, I didn't notice that. So yeah, if you look at the shield that they're okay. using now, not the janky one that square jawed yeah, no, asshole John yeah. Walker made. I'm talking about the uh-huh. actual Captain America shield. It's got these, like, grooves carved into the design of the star. Okay, cool. I'm in. Well, that's not in the original Captain America shield. Well, here, it's actually at the end of Civil War. They have the insets, which is weird because then they're gone again when he gives it back. Wait, really? At the end of Civil War? At the end of Civil War. Like, it's, uh, yeah, but... Because I this is that. okay. This is really weird because <gasps> listen, can I tell you? Here's one of the things about all of this 
and I loved, and I can suspend disbelief, or uh, you know, belief so so much. This shield never makes sense. The physics <laughs> of this shield never makes sense. Sometimes I'm like, it is a flying piece of metal, and it just like bonks people in the head. Other times it like breaks through cement. It is the most. <laughs> this is what? Okay. Yeah. That was a big this problem I had when Sam was doing his training montage. Yes. Sam. As, as athletic and as strong and as awesome as Sam is, he is not a super soldier. And he is no. throwing that thing around and it is coming at his head. Fast. Like, yeah. How is he still alive? And it's like bouncing off wrestling mats and they're like, it's all cool, don't worry. But I'm like, like that shield is truly makes no sense. And it's fine. I'm like, we're all in it. But I'm like, wait, what? I would what be dead. Look- yeah. I would be dead. I would try and catch that thing, and it would immediately lodge itself in my forehead, and I would be frontal lobe, like, ugh. I bruised my foot the other day walking up the stairs of my house. <laughs> you know, black and blue for four days. It was awful. So, you're, tell- you're telling me, like, a flying piece of vibranium, whatever, I can just, I'm fine. That's so weird. This is, so. That's true. Yeah, the rules don't seem to apply. Now, sometimes because I've thought that, too, like, where I'm like, oh, like, shouldn't that, like, that person shouldn't have a head anymore. Like, it just hit them in the neck. But I was like, I see sometimes when it hits, like, the super soldiers, so I don't know... So it's like, okay, well, they can absorb the hit a lot better. Like, I think I have to pay better attention to, like, who it hits right, but, and where. But that's but, yeah. also hit like, other yeah. regular normal people in, like, the back of the neck and yeah. not severed their heads somehow. This so. is true, yeah. It's very selective, yeah. But as, as, yeah. as Peter said, that thing just doesn't apply. The laws of physics don't apply to that thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... But no, my crazy deep dive with that is... So, well, this is weird, though, because you're bringing up the, the Civil War thing. Let me come back to that. Yeah, you can't see it very well in this picture. But in the end... Spider-Man steals no, it. No, okay, yeah. Yeah. In the end of um, Endgame, Cap's shield, and it's the normal shield that we all know without the grooves, is destroyed by Thanos. When he goes to take the stones back... To the original timelines, he doesn't take a shield back. He goes back with Thor's hammer and the stones. So the shield that he shows up with at the end and gives to Sam is a shield from a totally different timeline. I assume it's from the timeline that he went and lived his life in. Exactly. But that's a timeline where we have to assume he's done all sorts of different stuff and like. But, but that's the timeline we're in. Well, right. Yeah. But, and this is where because we get into the trouble like with timeline. Head, like, yeah, like, I feel like your head I'm saying it's a, different, it's a different timeline shield. Here's the other thing, though. Does that mean Civil War is a different timeline movie? Listen, I think I'm we all have no. the same answer to this, James. Timey-wimey. Yeah. It is, a, right, it's, <laughs> it is yeah, okay. Wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. <laughs> that's, that's a fair... That is a fair answer to this. But I just, I was fascinated by that. I was like, where did those grooves come from? Who the hell carved those grooves in? But like, it is, yeah, it is in Civil War. It's kind of weird because when he takes it, then when Tony Stark gives it back to Steve and Endgame and he takes it out of the trunk, like it's a... It's the regular, right, it's not, doesn't have the grooved out star design. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, The the last thing I have to say about that, that... 
the shield and i like obsessed on this there's a number of times it's being carried around in a leather bag and many times i was like and it has like handles and a zipper and everything and like i say like is that what i think it is get it out of here for a long time i've been like i wonder where they got that bag oh my god josh i thought that too i thought that too but i i had the answer immediately that's clearly just a giant symbol bag that he got from like the guitar store that you're okay you're right because i kept being like that's a weird bag. They would have to have that bag custom made. Yeah. Wilson Leather doesn't sell a bag like that. Like, you know, but you're right. It's a giant... No, it's a, it's a giant gong bag that he, yeah. like, got from uh, Spinal Tap or something. He, he, did that come with it from Wakanda? Because, like, there was one joke online. They're saying, like, you know, because vibranium is so plentiful in Wakanda. They're like, they probably just gave, like, Howard Stark a trash can lid. They're like, oh, this is our most <laughs> sacred object. It's so important. Get out of here. <laughs> it's just like... Um, like, yeah, yeah, here's our old like symbol bag from our you know failed band. Here you go. Uh, yeah, so yeah, the shield is always going to be. Uh, there's a lot to talk about with the shield. So is this? Well, okay, is there a season two coming, or are we on to Captain America four? Because Anne, you said that they had just announced yeah the plans for Captain America Captain 4. America four. Yeah, who knows? I mean, this turned out uh, to be a very popular series, so I guess it. Depends. Yeah, how Captain America 4 shakes out. I wouldn't rule out a second series, but yeah, I don't know what... Well, then here's the problem with season two. Yeah. (laughs) It's not called Falcon and Winter Soldier anymore. No. Here's what I hope. I hope there's, like, kind of not a season two, but it's more... I just hope they keep doing these, like, six episodes. Like, the next one doesn't have to be centered on Sam and Bucky. It could be, like... Uh, you know, Bucky and Zemo, you know, doing and like Sam's like a part of it, but he's like not a lead in it because like Sam's gonna get his own movie and whatever. Like you know, it's like I feel like you can keep doing these without it necessarily being season. Two. You just want like the Marvel Odd Couple series yeah. of yeah. let's throw these two people together. Okay, hey, let's keep doing it. This is gonna be great. You know, more the merrier. Oh, I would watch it. I would one hundred percent watch it. But we do have Loki coming, so... We do. (laughs) And I think they've announced that Loki is designed to be a multi-season show. Like, it's a show that lends itself to multi-seasons. Oh, complete. I mean, even just in what they've shown in the trailer, like, clearly there are going to be, like, different timeline Lokis, so... Yeah, I look for... I am looking... It's too far away, though. I I don't know what I'm going to do for the next seven weeks in between. (laughs) It's June. It won't be that far. It feels far. Disney's like so clever because I, I think like a like a Star Wars thing starts up next week. Like basically, it's like one month is Marvel, one month is Star Wars, one month is Mar- like they've just like I don't know which one Bad Batch or something is like coming out in May. So they're very clever. Huh. So, what about you, so, Cappy? Do you wanna do you want a season two or do you want a Captain America four? Uh, I definitely am excited about Captain America four. I feel like I was gonna say uh, the one thing that that probably shouldn't happen. There shouldn't be a winter soldier slash bucky and loki show because stella would explode she would not be able to handle that at all (laughs) fair enough i yeah i could see where stella might have an issue with that yeah yeah i don't know if she's i was 
I was on Redbubble last night and they have like all these shirts and I don't know if you've seen like the whole single taken and then they have like insert, you know, a character or actor meme. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the last check mark was in a, you know, love triangle with Sebastian Stan and Tom Hilston. And I was like, Stella have this shirt? Does she oh need my this God. shirt? We, and and, like, and yeah. for, for anyone who is not aware, Stella is Karen's 17 year old daughter uh, who is also a super fan girl. And when we talk about her exploding, like literally, where it's a seventeen-year-old, you know, fangirl explosion. She stuff. did say she posted. I, I am, I am fortunate enough. I am on her private Snapchat story, and she posted after the finale last night uh, on her private story. It just said, "No Loki for no more shows for seven weeks. I will not have a personality until then." That was her. Oh <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. No, yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, well, so what are we looking forward to as MCU phase four, four moves forward? Come on, Black Widow, finally. It's been more than a year of oh, delays. God. Right, so Black Widow, I mean, we've got finally coming. That's gonna, so, um, I'd like to, I mean, we've got, we've got Shang-Chi and, uh... I, have you all seen the yeah. Shang-Chi trailer? Yeah. Yeah. Looks you, great. Hey, um, he's on, um... Kim's Convenience. Yeah, he's on Kim's Convenience. Yes. And it's, it's so funny because, like, on that show, he's, like, a, I mean, he's a super hunk bear, you know? And yes. I, and it's, like, I didn't realize he had been cast in this, and then I saw the trailer, and I was, like, oh, my gosh, that's John from Kim's Convenience. Yes, same here. I was, like, wait a minute. I was, like, that's not the guy from Kim's Convenience. And then I was, like, oh, my God. It, it, is. it absolutely <laughs> is. And I assume after this, he will now not always be known as the guy from Kim's Convenience, let's maybe, hope. But, maybe, but hey, that yeah. is a nice show. <laughs> I'm not saying there. it's a bad show, but, yeah. you know, like, Robert Downey Jr. is no longer known as that guy from Weird Science. Yeah. You know, like... It's, yeah, I, yeah, I think that'll be exciting. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm very excited for, like, the next Doctor Strange. I think that'll be great. When do we get uh, Ms. Marvel? Oh, yeah, that's a good... I don't think that's till like, 2022. Oh, really? There's some more time, because that'll be... That'll be... I won't, oh God, I almost sounded super old. I almost said, that'll be fun for the kids, but I, I think oh. it'll be... I think it'll be... You know, I think that'll be a really good one, you know, because obviously Falcon Winter Soldier, I have a friend with a... Um, a 10-year-old and they start watching it and they had to stop because I'm like, yeah, I guess this really isn't for like a 10-year-old, uh, so it's always good to have ones that are... Um, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, it does yeah. get pretty heavily violent at uh, mm-hmm. some point, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he either bludgeons a guy or decapitates a guy yeah. with that shield. <laughs> so, like, that was a great moment. It was like, whoa. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, I had some thoughts on that. I don't know if we really want to like, get back into it, but I had to, I did have some reactions to that as well. Like, mostly the fact that I was kind of surprised that he was actually fully disciplined for that in Stripped of Captain America because that was my first reaction. But then just seeing how a lot of things play out in the real world, I was fully expecting there to be a storyline where he was defended and he still got to keep the Captain America title. That people would be saying, like, he was standing up against terrorists. Right. And we finally have right. somebody who's not afraid to, you know, take a stand for America and freedom and blah, blah, blah. And I was 
kind of surprised. I mean, it was a it was a good surprise that we didn't have to deal with that bullcrap in you know our fictional realm as well as reality. But right, I was gonna I, say there's plenty of those Halliburton Blackwater guys still roaming around doing that shit. I'm sure, yes, and we're pardoned. So you right. know, it's yeah. a, so I feel like yeah, just given our reality. It's nice to not have that. It's like, oh no, that actually is a bad thing to do, and you should suffer some consequences, and maybe not have an authority or an honorific right there. You know, the other great MCU Phase Four thing coming, other than the ones we mentioned: Black Widow, Loki, Shang Chi, Eternals. We didn't mention Eternals, but they're coming. Yeah. Thor. Oh my goodness! Yes. Love and Thunder. (laughs) Love and Thunder. Yes. Looks amazing, and they just keep. Piling on, like, I mean, come on, it's going to have Christian Bale. We've got a, a woman Thor coming. Mm-hmm. And did you hear the latest? Probably not. What? It's Russell Crowe. Oh, yes, that's who right. Who may or may not be Zeus. <laughs> okay, I did not hear who he was going to be. Yeah. I can't make heads or tails of what that's going to be about. Like, I've been thinking about it. It's just like, this seems wild because it does it's always just like weird additions like unexpected weird additions and you're like well it's taiko waititi so yeah you know like he's a weird guy but like i'm on board i'll I'll watch what that guy does he does he is able to cobble all these weird elements together and spin it still into a really great hilarious movie but yeah like i think kind of looking at all the stuff piecemeal you're like how is this going to work like how is this actually all going to fit together into some kind of coherent plot but I, 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 I trust the man. I do too. I do too. I, yes. I feel yeah. like it's gonna be weird and bizarre and amazing. Yeah, I feel it yeah. And, and I hope I to be honest, I am hungry a little bit for some comedy. Yes. Like like you know, this wasn't funny. I mean there were a couple like mo- moments here and there, but it tr- it wasn't funny. Josh, and, um, come on. You didn't laugh when they scissored? <laughs> yes. Okay, right, a couple WandaVision wasn't particularly funny. You know, it is like, I am just looking for, it's like, we need, I bet the Eternals will have laughs, is my guess. Like, I have to couple, assume, you don't throw Kamal Johnny into something yeah. and not mm-hmm. expect it to be funny. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. I don't know. So, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Thor's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, so, like... what. what yeah, one thing we didn't bring up, but I just want to do a, just a quick minute on it. And no, go. Go to tell me. Um, the, basically, the financial state of our Avengers is totally weird. Yes. I oh, my like, God. I was like, yeah. wait, what? You have to go to a bank and you get denied for Like, literally, yeah. the episode before this, or like 10 minutes before this, you were working seemingly for the U.S. government. And that, Josh, that was honestly, I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, oh my God, I have to bring it up and I totally forgot. At the end of the show, he's accepted as Captain America. Does that come with a paycheck? Yeah. (laughs) Like. weird. It's so weird. It's like, why is he broke? Why is anybody How does that work? And, And what does that pay? Yeah. Does anyone even like? I, please, everybody. What what is it? Pet? What is Captain America's base salary? Somebody tell me. Yeah, I don't. And, and and I just had always assumed. I was like, I don't know who's paying him, but I just assumed like Stark has got everybody figured out, and That's... it's like we don't have to worry about right. this. And it's like clearly not. Like I don't know. It's it's like Bruce Banner being like, 
gotta get my teaching position back now that I'm going to be the It's like, it's just, it's so weird. I, so. I can't do this. I'm on tenure track right now, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what if, what if Bruce Banner had said he wasn't going to join the Avengers because he was on tenure track? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He risk that. Yeah. yeah, he's like, listen, I am, I am not due for sabbatical for at least two years, yeah. but we can't even bring it up. <laughs> I just, I really want some answers. If anyone has answers, I would love to hear, like, What's what's the base salary for Captain America? Is he like is he in a union? Is he in one of the is he in like a government union or no? Because yeah. he's in the military or like <laughs> he's a member of AFG. That's <laughs> yeah right. Like yes. does he does he have a pension? Like what are I mean, his health benefits? Yeah, because I mean, well, Sam is like legit a veteran though, so I was kind of figuring like okay, that plays a role, and then I don't know, like they were all living in in a, you know Stark Tower for a while, I thought, but yeah, so it's like you know your basic. Living what about place. Bucky though? Yeah, Bucky seems to be working for the government in some capacity. Bucky doesn't have a bed though. Well, I don't know. He's maybe not choosing not to like. Not he might be choosing. It might be a throwback to uh, the Winter Soldier movie where Sam and Steve were saying, you know, the bed's too soft to sleep on. So maybe Bucky's I'm assuming it was yeah, to... it was still that situation. Like I feel like I can't imagine Bucky at IKEA though. I don't know. Like maybe he just didn't get around to doing that. Oh, God. So, yeah. See, that's the that's the one-off funny episode I want is them like bed <laughs> yeah. shopping and then like the, Bucky the, and uh, Sam go to IKEA. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then, like every other couple in the world, they get into a giant yeah. fight in the parking lot. Exactly, yeah. their relationship will be tested like never before. <laughs> I hate your guts. I, I have a question about the health benefits. I'm stuck on this now. Like, if you're a super soldier, are your health benefits different? Because, like, you wouldn't need as much medical attention. Yeah, you <laughs> could get the plan with the high deductible, I guess. Yeah, you're, you're, you're excluded from the marketplace. You're like, sorry, you gotta. Yeah. Uh, oh, when I mean, people, when like normal people go to like get their health insurance on the marketplace, like one of the questions is like, "Are you currently a super soldier?" It's like <laughs> yes or no, and it's like yes, it takes you down this other fork. But but then like also as a super soldier, clearly you're more prone to getting like shot a couple times. Mm -hmm thrown off the side of a building, so maybe you need more health care. But you, like, heal really well. So. Right, but I mean, like, how long was Cap in the hospital after Winter Soldier, right? Like, if he's an outpatient, I don't know. <laughs> he seemed like he was there a while. He was, yeah, he was there. I also want to know, like, at the as we got, approach the end of the finale and, uh, you know, Sharon has been shot a couple times and, uh, she, like, Bucky's saying, like, she won't let me take her to a hospital and then the, she just kind of hobbles off. Like, where did she go? Like, she still had bullets she in was, her torso. Okay, wait, we didn't lay that out there. Sharon is 100% the power broker. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, we all saw that coming. It has been confirmed, yes. Uh, I, she's got people. Sharon, and she's a scroll. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Those. I keep forgetting. Scrolls are in play. I do too. Actually. Yeah. And that's yeah. supposedly coming up. They're in because I just saw that Olivia Coleman is possibly joining the MCU. Oh. And um. Uh. Why can't Khaleesi? Why Amelia Clark? Yes. And the, they're unclear if they're going to be playing scroll versions, which they keep giving the scrolls to. British people. Yeah. Which I think is still some weird revolutionary, like, fuck you thing. <laughs> that, uh, so they might end up being, like, scrolls. But mm -hmm. we'll yeah. we'll find out, I guess. I guess that so. is Stella's Stella on board for that theory. But... That they're all going to be scrolls? Yeah. Because they're British? 
No, I'm sorry. It's particularly that Sharon is. Oh, that Sharon is a scroll. Yeah. I don't know. She's not British, though. She's the outlier. I, I did read that it was like, because there's this rule in, in filming these movies that Apple doesn't let villains use iPhones. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. But like, Jared no. was the only person with an Android phone in the whole in the whole movie. Are you wow. kidding me? Mm-hmm. No, that's a, yeah. that's the most genius thing I've ever read. <laughs> wow! But I mean, way to throw a yeah, spoiler in there funny. then for everybody. Actually, yeah, yeah, put a big spoiler on that. Yeah, but I guess that's like a real hard and fast rule Apple has. Only good guys. Interesting. Such a that, weird now I'm gonna have to, to look have. for that. Every... Loki's gonna have an Android, I guess, for the whole. Or, or will, will he? he? I don't know. Wow. So much to look forward to. <laughs> yes. So much more to talk about when we reconvene again. Um, well, I mean, as we're wrapping it up, did we miss anything important? I mean, there was a lot in the series. There's so much, yeah. I mean, like, we could have talked about PTSD. We could have talked about, you know, I mean... That doesn't know, sound as fun. It's not as fun, no. I, I completely agree. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, we'll have plenty more opportunity in the future to, uh, you know, talk MCU Phase 4 stuff again. Like we said, Loki's coming up. we got Black Widow. We've got Mm -hmm. all sorts of things happening. So we will basically, we will definitely be looping back with everybody. Um, I don't know. Do you guys want to throw out your Twitter handle so people can tell you, like, what the health plan for the cap is or what union he belongs to, Josh, or... But please, uh, my Twitter is uh, at Joshua Ferris, F-E-R-R-I-S, like the wheel. Mine is K Gownley, Gownley with a G, like wedding gown. Um, yeah, I just want to know if you're out there and you know what the average annual salary for Captain America is, tweet it to James668. You can also uh, tag at the Pale Dork in that because I would like to know as well. You want to know too? You Would yeah, you apply for that not? job depending on the salary? Yeah, I don't think I'd be able to hack that, but yeah. Hey, <laughs> Sam's not a super soldier. He apparently got the job. This is true, yeah. I'll let him have that, though. It seems like it'll be a lot of stress. So. Well, thank you guys for joining us. And like Absolutely. I said, I'm sure we'll be back again. Yes. Thanks, guys. Yes. Thank you. Bye, y'all. Bye.